The impudence, the audacity, the unmitigated gall of those Knuckleheads of Liberty podcasters daring to voice opinions outside the mainstream of accepted thought. Listen, if you dare, it's angry, it's funny, it's even sometimes sad, but it's always based on freedom and justice, as you will see. Here's our host, Jason McPhee. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty. We're coming to you on July 27, 2022, <clears throat> and a lot to talk about in the news today, but before we do that let me introduce you to our panel in our upper left hand corner we have leon the word brathwaite last word in liberty he is a retired engineer in the state of california in upper right hand corner we have our screaming eagle of freedom tim Everett. he is a pilot in the state of california my name is jason McPhee, and i'll be your host today um so <laughs> right away it's boy it's uh, these guys on the left can never seem to get away from authoritarianism that's sort of their cure their prescription for everything and our first story is talking about uh, Anthony Fauci was recently interviewed on, it was um, The Hill, and he told them <laughs> if he had to do it over again, he'd be more stringent. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he didn't get all the cues that he wanted from China. <laughs> he, he lost his welding torch or something. Must be, must be, yeah. he's, he's, he's angry he didn't kill any household pets. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's just absolutely insane. I mean, he, he was literally uh, interviewed recently and he said that, uh, you know, if he had to do it again, uh, he'd be more stringent. And, you know, of course, this is the guy who lied about masks for everybody's benefit, supposedly at first, and then told everybody that they needed uh, uh, two masks. <laughs> yes. So, I don't know. I mean, what was he? Uh, he maybe more stringent. Five masks? Yes, I guess. <laughs> I what, what, what do you guys have to say about this? This is uh, this is insanity. I I just I just uh, figured out he looks like a cardinal or a bishop or a pope or something. He's, he's, he looks so Catholic. Maybe it's his because he's Italian. I don't know. Or that gray. It's that gray hair. Yeah, of course, I should talk, but. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess he's he's angry. He, he didn't kill enough puppies and and didn't lock people up like in China and you know maybe uh, shoot the defectors and you know who knows what this guy uh, what what comes up in this guy's brain, you know didn't damage the economy enough, didn't uh, destroy the lives of uh, small business owners and, and many, all kinds of people actually uh, in the. The service industry uh, didn't unemploy enough, um, you know, marginalized workers already, apparently, from uh, if, if he's, you know. And then, of course, you've got Sweden and other countries that, that didn't lock down hardly at all or didn't, didn't lock down at all and didn't have mass mandates. And they did just the same as everybody else, uh, maybe better. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the virus. He ought to know. It's just going to go. It's going to do run its course. It's, it's uh, just going to uh, infect people, and there you have it. Uh, nothing to do about it, really. And uh, the the more you um, try to um, to crunch down on it, the, the the more harm you do in other ways. You know, maybe maybe let's just say let's just say it's less that that there's less people that catch COVID. 
and uh, and so it's a success to social distance and wear masks. And let's just say it's unequivocal. But to do that, you have to um, sacrifice in other ways. Okay, it's again, it's it's a broken window fallacy, the seen and the unseen. You know, so what unseen areas, uh, you know, that you're not paying attention to that that now suddenly. And, and that's what, what we've seen in all the research and data that came out is that um, many people died from other diseases they weren't able to get uh, care for and so on and so forth. So um, anyway, uh, what what else can you expect from this guy? Indeed. You know, you know the thing is that yeah, the government officials are not held accountable for the disasters they create in people's lives. And during the pandemic, there were a lot of disasters and a lot of harm that was done, especially to our children. Fauci said in that video that he he was not he was not for um, school lockdown. He did not recommend the lockdown of schools, but he just wanted the schools, the kids to be in a safe environment where they could learn, blah, 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 some nonsense like that. This man is lying. Okay, he's lying. And there's enough evidence to suggest that this man was engaged in a lot of unethical, if not criminal conduct, in terms of the funding and all, all, sort, of, all sort of things that was going on in that Wuhan lab that he, the NHI, is associated with. I mean, there's a third party involved also. But the point is, though, but the point is, though, these authoritarians, they always look for ways to take away our freedoms and take away our liberties. That is what they always look for. And then when the harm is done, they could get on TV and lie about their positions originally. Fauci never said anything about, oh, we shouldn't lock down. No, we can manage this thing. He never said that. He never said, he never once said that, well, we should um, try to live with this thing. And look at even now. He's talking about more stringent. He should have been more stringent. So he never talked about us learning to live with COVID. He never talked about it. But listen to that interview. You'll swear he was not giving the kind of advice that he actually gave. This man is a liar and maybe a criminal. I'm not sure about the criminal part, but certainly a liar. Well, they certainly told us that we couldn't, uh, you know, that we wouldn't be likely to catch this at first if we had the, uh, the vaccine. Exactly. And, oh, my God. He's caught it more times than i <laughs> and uh and so has uh, uh mr biden here who uh you know frequently was running around without his mask constantly touching his face and shaking yeah. hands with people <laughs> just bumping too yes i think biden was a vector i think <laughs> just walking around like mr magoo you know with uh, uh but it's just crazy i mean all this but, stuff it's uh but you, you know, know there's an interesting point about this about you know Biden catching catching COVID. You know when Trump caught COVID in October of uh, of 2020, oh the media was up in arms about a super spreader. Oh this man is so irresponsible. How could he allow this to happen? So many people got infected. Blah blah blah. They went on, on and on. They went on about Trump. So now that Biden caught COVID. And of course, several people in the White House have tested positive for, for, for the virus. Where's the media now to tell us how irresponsible Joe Biden is? Where's the media? Where's the media to tell us about the super spreader that's in the, in, in the White House and in the Oval Office? Where are they? They have suddenly disappeared. They have found religion. 
oh, Biden is responsible, but he just accidentally got COVID. But that was not the case for Trump, obviously not. Well, it was kind of funny, too, because he gave a, and I don't have an image of this with me, but he gave a address from the White House after coming down with COVID, and he uh, was apparently on the same balcony as Trump without a mask, <laughs> telling everybody what <laughs> And the media thought he was just wonderful for doing it. And with Trump, when he did it, <laughs> apparently he was the devil incarnate. <laughs> Notice, notice we have may had Tim. Notice we have had this discussion so far, and we have not used the H word as yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I Please was know. about to mention that, and I, but you you beat me to it. Very good. I'm very proud of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, hypocritical, <laughs> 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 hypocritical organizations. Uh, there goes Jason breaking the rules again. <laughs> I just had to, to poke the, the loop. Let it go. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, you know, what one of the other stories, and, and it sort of tied to something we did last week, but we talked about uh, self defense on defense and essentially, um, you know, the, the terrible uh, beating by the system that Jose Alba took uh, when he was. Uh, you know, defending himself. And so the government sent him to Rikers Island, gave him a massive bail, all for uh, defending his own life. And it's just absolute insanity. Well, one of the other crazy stories out of that was that uh, GoFundMe, the group that, you know, advertises that, you know, they're willing to, you know, help you raise funds essentially for important causes, some of which might be, you know, a legal defense in some cases. Uh, uh, and in, in Jose Alba's case, they, GoFundMe literally canceled his page when he was trying to fund himself, you know, for the legal mm. defense he was needing to monitor the government. And it's just insanity, uh, it, it, you know, that on stilts that you know, somebody who was such a righteous cause was being stepped on by such this woke organization, GoFundMe. Well, at the same time, uh, they had a recent issue where some guy sort of went nuts and took out a gun and started shooting at his girlfriend. And I'm not sure if it was uh, her, their kids or just her kids, but whatever, she was locked in a bathroom and it was just absolutely, uh, uh, just absolutely crazy. Well, GoFundMe is allowing... <laughs> for this guy's yeah. family to raise funds off of this. But of course, for Jose Alba, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's case being the wrong color, the, you know, the, uh, what, you know, the fact that he defended himself. I mean, this guy was literally shooting at people, you know, he could have killed somebody. And, uh, you know, GoFundMe was just fine with uh, this. I mean, what do you guys think about this? This is absolute insanity. I mean, I know for me, GoFundMe something that's <laughs> off my radar. I'm never going to use it. <laughs> this this is wokeness. This is wokeness on steroids. Okay, really and truly, they tried. GoFundMe put out um, a statement um, after someone pointed out to them, "This is crazy." They said, "Oh, we do not. Our terms of service do not allow people to raise money for um, for for a legal defense of for, for a violent crime." And I found that so strange. So I started to look into this. Uh, and I think there there have been cases where they have allowed people to raise uh, money for for legal defense. So they're even there they are lying about about why they took his page down. So this have nothing to do but wokeness. You see, self defense 
self-defense is not a right in a blue state. And of course, Jose Alba was in New York and we know he was charged, but the charges have since been dropped. But this crazy fool who was shooting into, in, into, um, into a, an apartment, the police, um, police end up shot him, uh, end up shooting him, but he was the right skin color and he was, he was part of the, the social, I guess the social justice crowd because Black Lives Matter was out there um, protesting his death. When the woman who was shot at came out and said, this was not a George Floyd situation. This man was shooting at me. This man was stalking me for months. She came out and said that. But that was not good enough for GoFundMe, okay? The guy was a part of the social justice crowd, of course. He was shot by the police, so he suddenly became a martyr, even though this crazy fool was shooting at a woman and her young kids. I don't, you're right, Jason, I don't know if it was his kids or not was shooting at, a, at, at these, this woman and the young kids, but he was he had that that shield, you know, that made him a saint, made him a martyr. He was a black man being shot by the police. Oh my God, there's something wrong and righteous here. So we gotta raise money for him, and that's okay, mm -hmm. but not for Jose Alba who was defending his life. This is sick nonsense that's going on here. It is crazy and insane. Yeah, boy, I, that's a, that's a tough one to follow, uh, Leon. Um, I, I guess uh, the left just wants black people to be able to do anything to anyone at any time, however they please. I guess that's it. I mean, that's I, what I social justice is. It, that's it, what it, social justice is. The the, it, the it, social justice crowd that become they can do anything they wish. They could burn down our cities. They could riot. They could kill people. We just recently had a one guy who was prosec prosecuted and convicted. They could do all these things. And yet the media will tell us, oh, it was a mostly peaceful protest. These people are ratting and burn down these cities. And that is what they want to tell us. Oh, it was mostly peaceful. Don't worry about it. It's all going to be nice and wonderful. Well, uh, I wonder what would happen if they burned down the studios at ABC, NBC, or CBS, or one of those. Yeah, how about that? How about they burn? Good, they, good they, question. They good take question. a bulldozer and... and cut down the the towers that broadcast their uh television programs and yes um <laughs> how about that um then what would they say uh how about if they came in and shot the executives of the multimedia companies would they mind that would that be okay in there you know the leftover i mean i guess they'd have to bring up some junior uh um reporters uh you know because the you know the top people would be dead maybe in that yeah. situation but uh yeah i guess it's all okay right a-okay i guess the social social justice crowd will probably find some way to justify it i don't know probably. but yeah probably yeah. well you know the, the other odd thing about this too is that you know it, it's somebody who is raising money for their defense they're not actually raising money to go commit a crime they're raising money to try and show that they're not guilty because they haven't been proven exactly. guilty uh, exactly. in the case of Jose Alba. And it would be almost the same argument as, oh, my God, we can't fund a public defender because he might be guilty. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what our government does is we fund somebody to defend somebody. It's yes. absolutely insanity. But. Um, uh, let me get on well, to another. What, what was what was their excuse for the uh, truckers in um they pulled the plug on the truckers up in Canada. Uh, oh. That was that was a political protest. Uh, what they you, you can't politically pro you can't fund uh, political protests or is it only the ones that are protesting for leftist ideas? Is that is that what GoFundMe? It's just is GoFundMe 
Tim, the words are violent as long as they're against the left, right? I mean, yeah. you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we've been told. I didn't, you know, you know, but that, you know, Jason, but uh, that's a very good question that Tim is raising here. What was the answer to the the outrage that came out of them trying to pull the money? Well, they did pull the money. They both the truckers yeah. in Canada. What was the? What, oh, I did know that Tim. Um, have asked the, the question is something we should find out because this is very interesting because they 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 they, they took away the money from Jose Alba okay and you know he, of course that was self defense which which they they find so objectionable now um and the truckers in Canada who were protesting the the um Justin Trudeau and his authoritarian rules and games and they took away the money from that too and what was the excuse then I'm not sure Nah, this, is, I don't, this is interesting. I don't remember, but I think it, it probably had something to do with, you know, insurrectiony activity, probably. <laughs> you know, because I, I, I'm pretty that's sure. That's a new one. Kind of, In, yeah. Insurrectiony? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think this is, uh, you know, because this happened after the January 6th thing. So this was. Yeah. Uh, I, I think at that point the left was on a kick where anything that was against the, any kind of lefty government was at that point insurrection, right? Is and it, they were yes. they were parking their trucks, they were encircling uh, the, the the capital, I guess, and yes, uh, causing Justin Trudeau to flee into hiding, <laughs> bravely flee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Alrighty. Well, let's let's uh, let's jump to the uh, good guys with guns episode first. Uh, oh. We have time for the other one. We'll get to that. So, Alrighty, let me pull it up while we're at it. This one happened in Detroit. Yeah, there he is. Uh, this uh, last June seventh this year, an early morning home invasion ended in the fatal shooting of the suspect on Detroit's west side. Homeowner Myso Jackson. If I'm pronouncing that right, has lived in his home for 20 years and he's owned his gun for the last eight. He's taken lessons on how to handle that firearm. Early this morning, that training was put into action. I had to do what I had to do to save my life, he said. Maisa Jackson awoke around 4.30 in the morning, Tuesday, to a man pounding on his door and yelling. Parts of the encounter were captured on his ring doorbell. There he is camera at his home on Salem Street on Detroit's west side. He was talking about how someone owed him money. I said, no one here owes you money, Jackson said. I don't know what you're talking about. Jackson says he tried to reason with the man from inside his house. He wouldn't leave, so I dialed 911, he said. While they waited for police, he says, things escalated. Then he went around the window here and busted that window out, Jackson said. Fearing the destruction wouldn't stop, Jackson armed himself. I came outside and said, you have to leave. You can't be doing this, he said. So then he reached for his gun and pulled it out. I had to defend myself. I had to shoot him because of that. Jackson fired four shots, hitting the man in the chest, killing him. It was me or him at that point, he said. I didn't want to hurt nobody, but he just wouldn't quit. When police did arrive, Jackson says he followed their orders and was led away in handcuffs to questioning. Knowing he was a lawful gun owner, he said he was aware the police had an investigation to do. I was just in shock. He wouldn't leave. He tried to kill me, and I didn't do nothing to the guy, Jackson said. That's the part that's kind of sad. 
he is hopeful that the law would be on his side once the police heard his stories. story. You can't help but defend yourself. You have no choice but to. He said by sharing his story with Fox 2 News, he is hopeful that someone might take away a lesson or two from his encounter. You have to be on guard. You have to be prepared. You can't just let people run you over and hurt you and not do anything about it. You have to defend yourself. Detroit police did confirm to Fox 2 that the homeowner, Jackson, was questioned for a few hours by police and released without any charges. But cases like these are subject to review by the prosecutor's office, which is what they are. There we go. I thought one of the uh, interesting things there is he said that, uh, uh, you know, you have a right to defend yourself. <laughs> Not in Canada. <laughs> Not in Canada. Yeah. And apparently, and apparently not in New York City either, because Jose Alba was trying to defend himself, and they they arrest him and charge him. Yeah, no, the charges have been dropped, but he 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 was charged. Oh, okay, so he's not. Oh, wait a minute. So now, the GoFundMe thing, going back to that, that was mm. for a criminal case, a defense, correct? Yes. So he's not charged, so he's no longer under criminal indictment. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Well, what, what what's the point, though? Well, the point is that if anybody wants to give him money through GoFundMe now, it should be the door should be open to Jose Alba. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I mean, if that was the only thing blocking his getting GoFundMe funds, then uh, was was if he was under a a, a um, uh, an, an indictment for Cr a, criminal indictment. Yes. Yeah, for for a criminal offense. And, and they decided not to charge him or drop charges or whatever because you know they 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 reviewed the case and go well this case self defense plain and simple done deal you're free to go home no charges against you so now and by the way uh, to help recoup the um, the the money you lost uh, through this entire ordeal and the hereafter. Uh, GoFundMe can can now the door is open. Correct, GoFundMe. I mean, I'm just asking. Just asking question. Good question. Good question. Good question. I, I tell you, pinning down the left is like trying to nail, nail Jello to a wall. Yeah. Moving target. Yeah. Logic. Logic is not is not a strong point. Definitely not. Well, speaking of that, I think. Uh, 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 now's a good time to segue into our knucklehead noise patrol. And this one is uh, should be interesting to everybody because, I mean, we all realize that we're in some bad economic times. Uh, apparently, the White House believes they can uh, he can get out of those bad economic times simply by redefining what good economic times and bad economic times are. <laughs> I mean, I agree, though. He is setting the bar super low, so... Maybe now everything will look good relatively the way. <laughs> but, but it's crazy. I mean, so they, apparently, you know, we had a, a, a first quarter with negative uh, GDP. And so now the report is about to come out uh, that says, uh, you know, it's supposed to say, I guess, at the end of the week that we are, are in a second straight quarter of negative GDP, which then means we are in a recession. That is the common definition for everybody on what a recession is now maybe you can argue that some recessions are worse than others potentially uh, this one doesn't feel 
very good. So I'm not very <laughs> sure what they're trying to say about it. But uh, the, the Biden administration is literally trying to say, hey, you know what? A recession, whatever you've heard a recession is, it's not that. Just like they can't figure out what a woman is over there. And, you know, apparently they're not clear on self-defense. <laughs> All these things. Well, they're clear on self-defense. You have no right to self-defense. Yeah, that's true. That's right. You, you Neanderthals, you. <laughs> well, let me read the White House's statement real quick here. So it says, uh, and, and this is in mind that they are aware that this is coming out, this, uh, uh, you know, second quarter report is coming out and so they're trying to head it off and they're saying what is a recession while some maintain that two consecutive quarters of falling gdp constitute a recession uh, that is neither uh, the official definition nor the way economists evaluate uh, the state of the business cycle instead both official determinations uh, of recessions and economists assessments of economic activity are based on a holistic look uh, at the data, including the labor market, consumer and business spending, uh, industrial production and incomes. Uh, based on these data, it is unlikely that the decline in GDP in the first quarter of this year, even followed by another GDP decline in the second quarter, indicates a recession. So they're literally they're just trying to say, oh, recession, recession. Now nah, what? It's, it's not a recession. This is actually, we're, we're, we're in nirvana. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys think about this? Well, I, I, I thought, um, I thought that, you know, looking at the GDP was looking at it holistically by itself. Exactly. Because it's a, it's a, it's a good indicator of, you know, how much, uh, goods and services are being uh, produced in the economy. I mean, it's got its flaws like they all do, uh, you know, um, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good uh, barometer of, of what's going on, uh, you know, and yeah, okay, uh, there's other barometers and yeah, you want to look at everything else, true, uh, but, uh, you know, I think you can go ahead and base your definition off off of GDP and when it, when it comes to recessions, like like we always have in the past, and nobody ever you know tried to redefine what a recession was. And uh, you know, I mean, they can define their way into uh, prosperity if they want. I imagine, you know, I mean, they they could <laughs> you know pick some other litmus test, uh, you know, hey, uh, more millionaires were created. Uh, and so therefore, we're not in a recession. How about that? I, you know, I was just thinking of that, Tim, the number of trillionaires or billionaires in Zimbabwe. I think half the country were billionaires in Zimbabwe, if you want to choose. Yeah. 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 I mean, they can define, you know, they can just redefine themselves right into, uh, you know, Biden is the best president in the whole wide world. And I don't care what anybody else thinks. Exactly. Yeah, the best. What do you think, Leon? You know, but, you know, but even the idiot that put that statement out, you, you know, you have to think about the level of intelligence that's going on here. Or, or you have to think, they think very little of our level of intelligence. Because here is GDP, right? That is that broad measure of economic activity going on in our economy. But into that number that we see that, that you know, whether it's a 1% growth or 2% or uh, decline, whatever, into that number, 
labor market data going, investments going, and all that kind of stuff going to give us that broad number. So the idiots are now telling us we should double count or we should pull those numbers out of out of the big number and then we'll find out that there's no no real thing as a recession going on. This is how they think oh, they think we're so damn stupid. But the point of the matter is the whole point of this whole thing here. The left is very good at doing one thing. They redefine words and to make it sound better. Okay? And they do this in all sectors of the economy, not only on this particular issue that we're talking about right now, but all sectors of our life. Look at something that they do, that they have done, and apparently quite successfully. You know what is reproductive rights? You know what that is in America? Reproductive rights is the right to kill the unborn. That is how it's been defined. You hear about diversity, equity, and inclusion, those nice sounding words. That is about giving preference to non-whites and to women. Okay? And you could go on and on. There's a whole list of them you could go on. You could suck out of Talk about the capacity to be, to be pregnant. Listen to that redefinement that's going on right now. Now they're saying that, oh, men could be pregnant. So we cannot talk about women anymore. We have to de redefine that to include the, all people who have the capacity to be pregnant. What nonsense is going on here? How, uh, what, they think we're so damn stupid we wouldn't know the difference? We can't tell the difference between a man and a woman. We can't tell the difference between killing something and keeping it alive and having it reproduced. And we certainly cannot tell the difference between a recession and normal business activity where we are not in recession. We can't tell that difference because we're too damn stupid. That is what they think of us. Well, um, you know, they have a track record and they are good at one other thing, and that is to uh, blame uh, or, or call people uh, Putin's puppets. Uh, so so, um, so, so they, they do that pretty well. And uh, so they have this track record. And so who would blame them for thinking that people are stupid because their constituents, the Democrats that voted for Biden, and the Democrats that uh, engineered, uh, and I just have to say it, just because I haven't in a while, but calling Tulsi Gabbard Putin's puppet, you know, if they can, if they can get that lie um, sold to the to the masses of the Democratic Party, then they can. They, then what what else are they going to think? But I guess they're thinking most Democrats, and they're the only people that listen to me anyway are dumb so i might as well say dumb stuff to them because you know they, they bought this whole baloney about tulsi gabbard <laughs> as an example just one example yes yes i had to mention tulsi yeah of course this, we, we noticed him no we noticed well this <laughs> yes. is the crazy thing i mean this is the administration was literally trying to put out a bureau of misinformation right i mean a board of misinformation to be able yes. to tell people that what they know or don't know either is or isn't so yes, <laughs> exactly. just, just on the fly redefining everything to be what they want it to be it's sure. it's, uh, it's absolute insanity but you know they, this is what they do they obfuscate the metrics so it makes it hard for anybody to evaluate what they're doing we see this with the schools as well where yeah. they are throwing out uh, the sats in california because they're not getting the results that they want so yeah. therefore throw out the metric, you know. Of course, of course. Not, <laughs> yeah. not, Don't like not, the ruler? Toss the ruler out. Toss the ruler <laughs> we'll, out. Make, we'll make a ruler that says what we want it to say. That's yeah, there you go. There you go. Right? Yes. That's exactly yes. what, what yeah. we have. 
I guess if they if they ran a, a car a certain cargo company and they didn't get the uh, the freight out on time, they just changed the time that they were supposed to get the freight out to be well. It went out on time. Went out on time. Yeah, <laughs> it might be a whole day late, but it went out on time yeah. because we have went out on time because we changed the time yeah. that it was supposed to go. Yes, of course, of course. Well, speaking of the metric of time, uh, unfortunately, we don't have the power of the Biden administration. <laughs> we're way over time as <laughs> we're measuring it. <laughs> so that's about the end of our show today. But thanks so much for joining us. And by the way, look out for that uh, uh, show that we we're going to have for uh, the Freedom Fest uh, summary that we did where we interviewed people <laughs> there and all that. Uh, we hope to have a lot of people uh, from there as future guests as well. Uh, but that should be coming out this week as well. So uh, keep your eye out for it. And uh, until then, stay free. Yes, indeed. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness always and forever. Thank you for listening to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. Find us on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, your favorite podcast network, and at Knuckleheads of Liberty dot com.